Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. So when I do it, three, two, one. Thing. Actually, I think it was like 10 seconds. It was a 10 second And then, but the 10 second timer just fucking happened? No, I said I was messing with it. And oh, so it's your fault. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm taking it out on Canon. <laughs> thinking... It's their fucking fault, and it's your fucking fault. Well, I was going to say, make sure your volume <laughs> is fixed on there. Yeah, because I can kind of hear it loud. Hey, and welcome to the show. Hola, y bienvenido al show de eh, Jesus. No ese, ay, pero está bien chido. Chido is a hilarious word. Chido, for the Mexicans, I believe, it means cool. For me, I think of Cheetos, the chips. <laughs> yes? Yes, Cheeto. And the word padre, dad, or father, for the Mexicans is, ay, está muy padre, es el cool. Oh, did I ever tell you that story? <laughs> no. Real quick, real quick. There was somebody speaking in Spanish, and they said, uh, you know, they're going, blah, 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 salsa, chips, blah, 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 blah. It's okay, I can say that. I'm half Mexican and Cuban. Relax. Relax. Blah, blah, blah. Espanol, espanol, espanol. And they go, ay, pero está bien, está bien, es cool. And I went, is there no word for cool in Spanish? You can't say, like, any other word. You have to go, si, sí, estamos acá en el carro y está bien, cool. It was just odd. It made me laugh. And then I told my brother Greg, and then we both laughed uncontrollably because it's funny. We have uh, my regular guest over here, Thanatos. Apollo's on the ground. And they just got their nuts taken away. I know. I know. If you look at their ball sack, and I know you guys want to know this, obviously. That's why I'm telling you. Duh. Um... They had, it was filled, right? How can I, okay, maybe like that. Like this. Like this? Okay, like this. They had it, f- yeah, they had it filled with <laughs> with dog balls. <laughs> and then the doctor went, do, 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 boop. And then boop, 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 boop. So now they just have their empty sack. So <laughs> I left and they had balls. Now I come back and they have empty sacks. So. Kind of different. Kind of different. And Allie did it without me. Because she said, No, you need to leave ah! to go make the money. Liar. And I'm going to stay here and take care of the doggies. <sighs> oh, yeah. What did you guys think about last week's episode? With Allie uh, talking. She went, So, and, and then, and it's like, it's good. <laughs> Also, real quick, I listened to the episode when you guys did. Uh, Ali said, hey, why don't you listen to it before so, you know, you can approve it. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, you put it out there, right? I'll listen to it. So that was kind of exciting. Not kind of exciting. It was exciting to listen to an episode of my show, but me not being on it and seeing what it was all about. And real quick to clear up a couple things Ali said at least one of the things that stood out to me was she said when we get cleared for a seat and stuff she was kind of vague when we hey there's Apollo there he is when we go to work we go from Las Vegas to San Francisco and then we start uh, our trip we start work what we do is we have to list ourselves we see flights going from Las Vegas to San Francisco and then uh, on our app we go, um, oh, uh, let me try to get this flight or this flight. So we look. Hey, can you not? <laughs> hey, hey, relax. He's hey. over here licking the wall. Um, so we find out what flight looks good for us that has open seats because we fly standby. So it's just space available. Um, so we go and then we list. We call what we, what we let me try this again. We do what is called listing ourselves for the flight. Once we list ourselves, there's a list of standbys and, you know, it could be we're number one or we're number four or we're number 73. Yeah. 
That happens sometimes. And then depending on where we are on the list, we can get a seat or not. So when Allie says she got cleared for a seat, that means she was on the list. There was enough open seats and she got a seat. So that was one of the things that stuck, stuck out when I was listening to the episode. She just goes, yeah, I got a seat and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, are you going to tell the people what that even means? Uh... Now, you know, let's do some things. The top of the show. Ooh, that should be... Top of the show. Hey, everybody, make sure you follow me on Instagram, The Jesus Show NTO. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, The Jesus Show, not that one. On TikTok, The Jesus Show, not that one. The, I already said the face. The YouTube, type in The Jesus Show NTO or The Jesus Show, not that one. And email me any of your questions, comments, concerns. You could email me your concerns and I could email you back eat a dick or all of my asshole if I really don't like it. So, But feel free to do it. Who cares? Do it, right? And that is the Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. I think, oh yeah, Twitter, Jesus Show NTO. Look at, yeah, I use this. I use my Twitter sometimes. I would like repost things. But did you like how I did that without having to go, wait a minute, what is this one? Wait, what's this one? Yeah, good job. Hey. <sighs> Not really. This week's guest is, if you guys haven't already seen the description, is going to be the one, the only, AJ Delagarza. Yes, I got him back on the show. Now, on the show episodes, he's going to be listed as number 20. But in actuality, if you look at, besides the trailer exclude the trailer if you count all of the episodes i have 28 episodes now and the reason why i wanted to have him on for this episode is because his new number is number 28 and it just works out that he used to be 20 so he's listed on the thing as number 20 but he's actually the 28th episode so i thought that was really cool uh if you guys don't know already he's one of my really good friends um Met him in 2014, right after I finished my chemo treatment. And from there on blossomed a beautiful friendship to where we've, we would hang out with him in LA when he was in LA. Me and Allie went to go visit him when they were in Houston. Uh, we saw them once in Miami because of, you know, that little thing. I don't know if you guys heard. Did, did Do you think they know? Do, do you guys know? It was really, okay, so last year, this thing called coronavirus, it hit and it, like, caused a pandemic and everything to shut down. <laughs> uh, again, I don't know if you guys were uh, affected or even knew what was going on. So that happened. So like I said, we were only able to see him once. And then now that they're in New England, I have seen him. <laughs> but Allie hasn't. <laughs> Anyways, um, AJ has played for the LA Galaxy. He won three. MLS Cups with him. Then he went to the Houston Dynamo. Then he went to Inner Miami for a season. And now he's reunited with Bruce Arena with the New England Revolution. And uh, I sit down and I talk to him. And I think I tell him during the interview, this interview I felt, uh, I felt a little more comfortable talking to him. The first time I talked to him and Megan, I was really nervous because it was my first I guess it was my second episode, um, but it was my, he was my first guest. Him and Megan were my first guests, and I just wanted, I wanted everything to go well. I kept telling him I thought I was going to fucking forget his name and all stupid shit, but now I feel a lot more confident having some episodes underneath my belt, uh, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I always have a good time talking to him, it's, and I also think I refer to it in the interview with AJ we rarely talk about soccer when we're just hanging out. We'll talk about anything else. Uh, you know, we joke around. Uh, you know, we talk shit to each other. Whatever it is, we talk about any and everything. We don't really talk about soccer a lot. We'll talk about maybe after the game, after his games. You know, we'll just kind of I'll be like, hey, I noticed this. Or, oh, yeah, did you see this? Or uh, whatever it is. And it's quick. And then we talk about other games. Um, but it's usually within that night or if we're watching a game together 
um, we'll quickly discuss things, but I've never just sat down and talked to him, which I like because I, I like it that our friendship is not predicated on we're only going to talk about soccer. I like that we can talk about almost any anything. Um, and then, you know, it's just nice to talk about soccer with him. And then I also, I think I jokingly told him the reason why I started the podcast is just so I can talk soccer with him and I have an excuse uh, to do it. So I, I hope you guys enjoy the interview. I know I enjoy bringing it to you guys. And um, yeah, we're going to take a quick pause and then we're going to bring Mr. AJ De La Garza to the show. All right, everybody, we're back with my guest today. Welcome back to the show, AJ De La Garza. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Always hey, a pleasure. You. Thanks for being on again. Yeah. Uh, where are you currently at? Uh, we just got to Atlanta today. Uh, game tomorrow on ESPN. Ooh. Probably be 4,000 a- people uh, in the stadium. So uh, I think a, a big game for us because of the little slide that we've been going on. So Yeah. And somehow we're, we're still in the first place, though. So, you know, hopefully tomorrow can uh, kind of change things up again. You've played at Mercedes-Benz Stadium before, yeah? Man, I don't think I have played in this new stadium. Like, actually played. I've been on the bench, but. Uh, oh, okay. I actually played a game on there because uh, I think I tore my ACL the one year they moved there. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. And then the next year I was there, I was back on, I was on the bench. Uh, and then Miami just obviously on the bench all, all year. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think I played in that, in the new stadium, but uh, you know, I've been on the sidelines and it's, it's crazy. I mean, from TV, from when I see it, it looks, it looks wild. Yeah, it's cool. It's obviously a brand new stadium. So it's, it's, it all looks cool for me it's it's still a football stadium and it's it's still like designed like a football stadium you know and then you go to places like columbus which have twenty thousand, but yeah. the people are right on top of you it kind of feels like uh in this stadium the people are a little further away and a little bit higher at the starting point so yeah um, but it's still obviously a very cool atmosphere speaking of that real quick the last game you guys played well, no, not the last game. The last game was at home, correct? You guys Toronto, uh, yeah. unfortunately lost, but whatever. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, you guys played in Columbus in their new stadium. Yeah. How was that? It was amazing. Honestly, like I said, it was 20,000, but it, it felt like so many more people there. Uh, just, yeah. uh, I think the, the fans of Columbus have earned that, deserved it, and it's, it's amazing to see that they have a stadium uh, in their downtown area and uh, just the way they showed up. I think it's personally my favorite stadium, just the way everything really? was designed, the way it looked. Obviously, it was brand new, the first game in there, but yeah, I think just the whole design of it really um, set the stage or set the the bar high for the, the other teams who are, you know, getting their soccer-specific stadium. So. Yeah. I mean, it looked – it looked cool again, watching it from TV, uh, going from their old stadium to their new stadium oh, yeah. looked much different and it looked, you know, very, uh, modern and updated and it was really cool to see. Yeah. And this, the fans were so passionate and obviously they've been through a lot, uh, lately. So yeah, good to see for not only Columbus, but for MLS too, that where those teams are now taking the next step to, to keep progressing. Yeah. Um, let me see if you can answer this question. All right. Do you think it was a push on Jossie on that tying goal? Push? <laughs> I mean, I think there was probably something there. Yeah. But a push to call that goal off? No, I don't think no. so. I don't, I don't think anyone on our team would even say that it was a push enough to – go to VAR and for that VAR to call the goal off. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm just unfortunate. Uh, play. Well, when I, when I saw, so, you know, I saw that I saw the play happen. Yeah. And then, 
you know, you hear the announcers, well, I hear the announcers, you know, whatever they're, they're saying. And, and then I go on to Twitter and then there was some, like, there was a lot of, no, it was a push. It was a push, but then I kept looking at it and I go, I mean, kind of, but to me, it just looked like it was an unfortunate event that happened. And it was, you know, just one of those things that didn't fall you guys' way. Yeah. I think it was very unfortunate. You got guys, three guys sprinting at the ball on the goal line and uh, <laughs> somebody's going to get touched. Uh, yeah. Eventually, so uh, just unlucky from the beginning. So, yeah. Uh, so I want to ask you, so how is it, uh, how's life in New England so far? It's been really good. Um, I don't know if I told you the story last time, but when I, we, when I signed with uh, New England, you know, I came to Boston for literally 24 hours uh, and about 12 of those hours was spent just looking at houses, uh, checked out maybe eight or nine houses in the span of the day before I had to fly back home to, to Florida. But yeah, I had to make a game time decision on what house I'm going to buy. My wife, Megan, hadn't seen it. Yeah. I'd only seen a house. I saw each house for maybe 20 minutes until I had to move on to the next one. So, uh, you know, I was making decisions um, with, with my real estate agent and, uh, but we are very lucky to be where we are, I think, because uh, one, there's a bunch of kids on our street. It, it's a, we're in the downtown area of a place called Holliston and you can walk to coffee. There's bike trails, there's the lake, there's parks and, in the parks, they have a whole bunch of uh, events like concerts in the park and uh, light shows, carnivals, just oh, a whole nice. bunch of stuff that's uh, really good for the kids and family friendly. So I think I made a great decision for only seeing that house in person for about 20 minutes. So, yeah. Um, besides that, too, the weather has been amazing, except for last week, it rained every single day. So, did it? Uh, yeah. But no, it's good. Uh, we're enjoying it. That's good, man. I, um, when did when did I visit you? A couple months ago. Whenever I visited you, I don't know if I told you, but I was like I was impressed with the house, man. Oh, it was yeah. really cool how the layout is and just the space you guys have for everything that you guys do with the girls. Um, I mean, I think it fits you guys yeah. perfectly, and it's kind of cool to see the progression of the house you guys had in LA. To, to Houston to and then Miami. the Houston to Miami to now I'm like whoa yeah I know like all the when we lived in Houston and Florida we're like man we never want to have a two-story like because one one floor was perfect like we're all yeah. on the same floor the girls need to go to their rooms it's right there yeah um, but now we're like man two stories is really nice too to have that little bit of a separation where the girls are sleeping we can still be doing things downstairs but yeah, everything's falling into place. Nice, man. And it's crazy because when I talked to Bruce before I signed, he was like, oh, you'll be able to find a nice house, 400, blah, 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 like for the family. I thought it was going to be cheap. Yeah. And it was like, Boston's one of the most expensive cities in, you know, in the world. I was just on a trip and there was two flight attendants that told me, they go, oh, yeah, I would have moved to Boston, but it's so expensive. And I go, really? Yeah. I had like, no yeah. Idea. I mean, I would, I would have never guessed, yeah. but yeah, it was, um, yeah. When I went to go visit you, it was nice that we, we walked over or, or no, no, we didn't walk. We uh, took the bikes to the downtown area. That was cool. We went on the trail. Yeah. Yeah. That was really nice just to see, like, it has like a small town feel. Yeah. It is really small, but you're not, you're not too far from the big city. Yeah. It was just good. We get a babysitter, Megan and I go downtown to boston whatever and enjoy the night i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever grown-ups do with kids uh still back home by nine o'clock right nice. so yeah how is it how's it with being back with bruce going from la la bruce to now new england bruce is there a lot of similarities yeah i think it's pretty much I won't say exactly the same, but a lot of the same. Uh, he has the same style, um, which is almost like he takes a back seat and lets and ha wants the players to figure things out on their own. Uh, so he's 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 not the tactical guy who jumps into training and corrects guys. He's more of a 
you guys can figure this out, communicate, figure it out on the field. That's how you learn, yeah. um, which is sometimes really good. Obviously, in LA, we had, I think we had one of the best teams in history of MLS. And, and yeah. you know, from the top guy to the bottom guy, you know, we were all uh, kind of bought in and, and just, I think, really smart players. Uh, and I, I think we have the same here. And obviously, a lot of these guys have been here for a while, but you've got some new guys that are uh, being integrated the last year or two and uh, still figuring things out. But, uh, man, I'm doing the same drills I was doing when I was 21 years old as a, a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm 33, so uh, it's, it's come full circle. But, uh, you know, it's good to be back with him, obviously. Uh, he knows uh, this league very, very well. And I think he was obviously – one of the main reasons I came to Boston was uh, because of Bruce and because of uh, the team here and, and you know, they, they're capable. We are capable of uh, being a top team in this league. And obviously we're a third of the way through now and still sitting in first place in the East. So, yeah, you know, I think I, you know, I asked somebody the other day, I was like, would you rather sit on the bench and be in first place or start every game and be in last place? And yeah, I think for me, it was, you know, I'm at my age now where I've won three MLS Cups, support Shields, all those, but uh, I'm okay with, I'm not okay with being on the bench, but yeah. those guys on the field have deserved uh, their spots and uh, obviously have, have done fairly well to get us in first place. So, yeah, um, yeah but I'm happy to be here and, uh, yeah, hopefully get some minutes sometime soon. Uh uh, this this month is, is going to be crazy the next couple months actually just games weekday weekend so uh guys are going to need rest and and for me i always preach about you know being ready so uh you know when my number's called i, I gotta be ready yeah i was gonna tell you now that you're not starting do you feel do you feel an obligation to kind of mentor the other guys being that you have so much experience in the league? Yeah, I look at it like when I was a younger player and uh, the veterans were kind of behind me. Uh, oh, Bruce told me a story the other day. I won't repeat it, but <laughs> like there was a veteran who who thought they should be playing over me in the MLS Cup final. And um, yeah, Bruce kind of told me, like, be lucky you're in the 18. But, like, but for me, it's like I – those guys helped me when I was younger. So uh, the veteran guys. So I feel like it's not my obligation, but I, as the type of person I am, I want to help those guys and, and yeah. push those guys and make those guys better uh, because I've had a, a long career. And, uh, you know, I can attribute some of that to you know, guys giving me pointers and uh, making sure I was sharp every day in training. Uh, but uh, that's what I got to do. That's what I got to do to help the team. Yeah. You know, it's, it's different to see you not starting, yeah. but I know, I know the kind of person you are. And, you know, like you said, when your number's called, you'll be ready. And I know when your number is called, you're going to, you know, rock out there. But I was going to tell you, how did it feel making your debut? What it was, I don't know how many games ago. I don't have that in front of me. Long but, time. That was the second game of the year, I think. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, I think it was. But you came on, and you guys were up 1-0. So you guys were up in a close game, and then you came on, I want to say maybe 65th minute, and then you uh, helped. Like the 50th. Was it? It was early. Okay. But, I mean, but you helped keep the, you know, the lead, and then you guys uh, had a shutout. How did, how did that feel coming off the bench, knowing, like, okay, now I have to step in and just try to grind it out coming in as a defender off the bench is scary. <laughs> like that's why it, it just doesn't like you, you make one mistake and you give up a goal, especially in a one zero game. Like uh, as a center back, even uh, uh, I was playing outside back that game, but uh, you know, when I think I have 260 starts uh, in my MLS career and I've subbed on maybe six times in my career. So that tells you like, Defenders don't really get subbed on in games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's situational stuff or somebody goes down or or whatever it may be. But um, 
yeah, uh, those are scary moments because you are coming into a game cold and now you know, these other guys have been playing the game for however odd minutes and uh, you got to find the flow of the game and you got to kind of, whenever someone gets subbed on, you kind of kill yourself out real quick because you try to do so much uh so soon to where you just you're tired and then you have to catch that second win so um for me that that game i had to, to be smart and because it was a almost yeah almost 45 minutes i played um so being smart that was my first game on that turf i almost ate it one of the first plays like <laughs> turf monster almost got me and oh man that would have been a disaster start to my <laughs> revolution career but um yeah, thankfully we got the shutout and the win. Is it that much different playing on turf as like as opposed to grass? Yeah, I think so. Just the the, the way the ball bounces, the way your foot is, because our turf is brand new and at Gillette Stadium, so all the black stuff on the top of the, the turf is not yeah. settled in yet. But once that settles in, it'll be the turf will be amazing. But right now there's so much stuff sitting on the top when they water the field. There's like little puddles everywhere. So uh, oh, okay. Got to get some some wear and tear out of this turf before you know you can uh, really appreciate it. I guess yeah. uh, just how nice the turf can be. Um, I can't believe I just said how nice turf can be, but like, <laughs> well, because so don't I, I think about it, the days we play, we train at Gillette Stadium. The next day, I wake up and those are the the mornings where I have to put two feet on every step to come down the stairs in the morning because my body's so sore so really yeah i don't know if it's that or, or what but i'm pretty sure it's from turf and maybe because i'm 33 but yeah but you still have at least like six more years in you Shoo, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say i mean i've played on turf before and i've played on you know natural grass but i'm not playing i've never played a competitive game like you so i mean it's a little different <laughs> it's slightly different but yeah. it's not like i have to really like pay attention like oh you know whatever it is yeah. um how does it feel to be top of the east oh uh, man it's amazing <laughs> i think it's always good to be on the top uh and again that's why i came here too because i know they had a team that could be on the top and Obviously, we have a long season to go still, uh, and now we're uh, obviously we're missing a couple guys due to the Gold Cup, but and, and very key players for our team. Uh, but other guys have to step up and and are stepping up. And uh, at this point, we just need to get results because obviously we've we're zero wins, two losses, and a tie our last three games. So, um, and somehow we keep losing to the teams that are in last place, like. Dallas was in last place and we lost to them. Yeah. Rana was in last place. We lost to them. So, um, and I don't think you see that in any other league and it just shows you how, how different MLS is. And uh, that, top, that top to bottom is, is not very big. So yeah, you, know, you have to be ready to, to go against whoever it is uh, every single day. But, but would you, this is what I see though you guys have lost those games or you guys tied with Columbus, right? Okay. There's for me looking as, as, as a fan, I see a lot of bright spots. Like for example, uh, the Toronto game, you guys gave up three, but then in the second half, you guys came back to score two. And yeah, I, I think, yeah, that, that is something people take away from it. Yeah, the coaching staff takes away like, oh, we should play like this every game. Yeah, but we had seven attackers on the field, so like, there, it just wasn't a normal setup. So like, uh, of course we're gonna get chances. Like with seven attackers, we should get some chances. But yeah, um, but 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 yeah, that's a that showed fight in the in the entire group though for sure. Yeah, I mean it's, I mean that's again that's what. I take away from it as a fan and I just think, you know, and I'm sure you guys think the same thing. If, if, if you guys don't give up those goals, you guys would win, but it, but I mean, it's not healthy as a player to think, 
oh, well, if, like if this would have won, because that's not what happened, right? So it's not like you can take that away. Yeah. Or go into that kind of mentality, right? Yeah, because, I mean, you look at the Columbus game, there's, I think maybe we had a couple chances to win the game and we had a couple chances to lose the game, like really late. So you kind of take it as it is, you know, those what ifs um, happen or, or don't happen. Uh, try not to think about those. <laughs> and how, what's, what's the mentality at least your mentality, or I mean, I guess you can talk for the group too. Giving up those those games, dropping those points, like, fuck, what am I trying to say? Like, is there a way to 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 refocus to to get yourself out of that, like, for lack of a better word, a hole to where you're yeah. you see it going down, but then like, what is it that you do or say to try to get right back up again? I wish there was an answer for that because then we would all be amazing. Too, right? <laughs> like, but you know, you talk about things uh, during the week. You're like, let's be focused from the very start, um, or we'll have a whatever happened last game will happen again. Yeah. So you focus on that, and then it still happens. It's like, all right, there's no easy answer. You, you just everyone has to be. Everyone is ready to play every game. Like we're everyone's ready. It's just yeah. sometimes it doesn't happen and it's a, it's a game. So it's um, like we were talking today with a guy and I said, one of my old coaches would hate it when uh, the outside backs let in crosses. And I'm like, well, you're playing against professionals who are very good also. So you're going to get like crosses in like, it's just yeah. part of the game. It's just, you know, can you be more effective than the other team um, or not? So, yeah. I was going to say, I think when you getting back to your debut, when you made it uh, or when you were playing, I think there was a there was a spot there or a, a, a moment where I was hoping you would shoot the ball. Oh, me too. And I was like, I was huh. <laughs> I was at the TV. I was just yelling, shoot, shoot, shoot. And then I mean, it didn't happen. But I was like, oh, man, I I I think if you would have shot, it would have at least been on target. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah, I could have for sure. But I saw my goal scorer in the six <laughs> and a center back rushing to me. I was like, oh, let me flip this in. And yeah. it literally he went sliding and it like nicked his toe and back out. It was a disaster. I would have given him a little dink. Have you, ever, have you ever thought if I score, I have a celebration ready? No. That's not no? <laughs> Well, I mean, I saw a highlight. You see all my goals ever. It's like, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw all... running with wings out or one time I jumped over a flag or I tried to anyways. Yeah. And it, it caught me. And yeah, was, I've, seen, I've seen some of those highlights. <laughs> yeah. uh, How... and screaming. What happened? I said, it's just basically running and screaming. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah it's a good one too. <laughs> um. How does it feel? I mean, you kind of touched on it already, but how does it feel? Like, okay, I want to ask you, like, how does it feel going from a team like Miami to a, 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 a real contender with New England? And I've said before on the podcast, anytime I talk about the other teams that you've been on, I don't, my goal is never to disparage any other team that you've been on because, you know, not, not every team is the same. Um, and is that even a fair question to ask? You said, how is it being on? Going from Miami to New England. Yeah. Because also, I'm not trying to get you in trouble to say some shit, and then people are like, uh -huh. oh, look what he said. Yeah, that people always twist stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, I, I, I wish I had, obviously, COVID happened my whole situation in Miami was, was crazy. I was you know, put at a different position um, than I'd ever played in my life. So uh, a couple of things, you know, it was uh, those things combined, you know, I wish I had gotten to experience Florida more and uh, 
wish I could have played in my natural position uh, earlier in the year and see how I could have have affected or helped the team uh, early in the year rather than uh, it was kind of at the end when you know guys were down and out um, that that now I was needed and uh, just unfortunate situation I think and yeah even from the beginning of it all you know I was going to sign a two-year deal there uh, and as a free agent you can only sign one year so oh. kind of had like a verbal agreement to extend my contract into that first year yeah. but then obviously you know I wasn't playing the pandemic happened uh, so, so those were out those were out the resigning mid-season was out yeah. uh, question and now you know you kind of go the whole season only playing six games and um obviously the, the team made a, a lot of changes in the offseason um but yeah i wish i got to experience that a little bit more but um, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be here now and and obviously like i said to be on a a team that's capable of winning mls cup and uh, obviously in first place right now so um, but I think you look at Miami's roster. We play them next on Wednesday. But uh, oh, you do a, a team on paper who has one of the best rosters on on paper, and yeah. uh, just for for some reason injuries or or whatever that they haven't been able to figure out, which is unfortunate because uh, I know how long that city's been waiting, and and the diehard fans will always be there. Um, so so definitely we'll be watching them uh, from afar for years to come, just to to see how they. Uh, progress yeah again we've we've already mentioned that it's still early in the season but do you feel that this team can make a deep run in, in the playoffs maybe even get to MLS Cup yeah I think we do because I think on all the top teams you have to have some of the best players in their specific position and I think we have three, four guys who are the best players in their position in this uh, league. So um, with that, and you have the, the the other players who are very good players in this league as well and very uh, complement other players very well. So um, I think obviously we're in first place right now, and I still don't think we've played our, our best soccer. So um, I think we can get better with the ball. I think we can get better defensively. Um, we can get better finishing. Obviously, every team could probably say that on all those things, but I don't. I don't think we've played our best yet, and uh, I think that's a bad thing because it's a third of the way of the year in. Yeah, but it's a good thing because we still have two thirds of the the season, and uh, I think we all know you don't care to be at the top of the table a third uh, way into the season. You want to be. Uh, peaking at the end of the year and, and making a, a good playoff run. Yeah. Yeah, when I look at, again, I don't necessarily put too much stock in the table now. You know, yeah, it's great, you know, to see you in first place. It's great. But from from my point of view, I want you, the same thing that you just said, I want you to be at the top of the table playing the team playing their best towards the end because I think that's when, you know, obviously things matter then because right now, yeah, you can be in first and then, you know, shit can go sideways, but hopefully it won't go sideways. Yeah. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. I know every, after like even the Toronto loss, we're like, we go back in the locker rooms and you see the scores of other games like, Oh man, Orlando lost too. Like just things have been not going our way during our games, but going our way yeah. during the other teams games. And, um, you know, but obviously there's a bunch of teams now right on our heels. So uh, this, I think this week is a very big week for us here in Atlanta. Uh, that first game after losing to Toronto at home, our first home loss and then yeah. uh, midweek in, in Miami. So uh, two big games. Oh, shit. You guys got two road games, two road games. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, how do you get, how do you bounce back? How do you personally bounce back after a loss? Do you put much thought into it or just like, fuck it, it happened. Let's, let's keep going. Yeah, I think it, 
it happens as a like I said, you're playing against other professionals, like other very good players. It's you're bound to have a bad game. You're bound to lose games. You're bound to tie, whatever it may be. So it's just about can you learn from that and kind of move on, move on, honestly. It's like a, a goal scorer mentality where uh, they can have five chances they miss, but if they can put in that one chance, uh, I think their whole mentality kind of changes. And uh, I, I think you got to have that as a as an athlete at the top level. You, you have to be able to learn from your losses um, and then move on. And, and yeah continue to, to be yourself and the same player you were and uh, just keep those things in the back of your head. Speaking of, we were saying you're reunited with Bruce. Somebody else you're reunited with is Emma. He's my neighbor right now. Oh, he's over here. Oh, is he? Oh, Ema, yeah. <laughs> is it Emma or Ema? Ema. Ema, okay. Um, how is it being teammates again uh it's good because you know we obviously were both with bruce and we're both having played many minutes this season so we can kind of relate to each other and uh kind of complain to each other yeah. <laughs> sometimes too but uh no he was a he's a he's a he's a great kid i was gonna say kid but he's not a kid anymore uh He's older than me, probably 43-ish. <laughs> but uh, but well, I would make fun of him. Like, how old are you really? So uh, no, he looks uh, he looks pretty damn young. He's well, because he's so short. Like, even now, like when was it? The when I went to the uh the game against Atlanta at home when I went to go see you, I saw him. He I think he was waiting for somebody. And I looked and I was like, fuck, man, this guy looks like he's 19. Like, it's insane. Get I know he's not, but. You didn't get close enough. <laughs> uh, we always go on each other. So just good to have those relationships and uh, those, I guess, friendships um, from past teams. So yeah, uh, good to have him. And I think he's, I think he's been really, really good uh, in training for us this year and, and, he got his first opportunity the other night and, and did really well. So you know, I'm sure more is to come from him. So yeah, I'm happy to see that. Is he, who's, who's faster? Him or me? Yeah. I would, I would easily beat him running backwards. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe if he ran backwards and I ran forward, I might beat him. <laughs> <laughs> he is, but, he is pretty fast. I remember. Uh, when I first saw him in LA, I was like, "Man, this motherfucker is quick." Yeah, he's lightning fast, but yeah, uh, and he's, he's he's like I said, he's been really good for us and this this year and in, in training. So uh, lightning fast, good technically, and in, in training scores a bunch of goals and uh, you know does his work. So I hope to see more of him. Yeah. Now I wanted to tell you. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but the first time I had you on the show, I was super nervous. I don't know. Like, I mean, I know why. Like, I just wanted things to go smooth. Interviews. Yeah, dude. And I was just, there was, I had the list of questions that I wanted to ask, but then I kept, like, I didn't necessarily look at them because I just felt like, you know, the conversation was going. And then I was nervous. Like, I was nervous that I was going to fuck up your name or Megan's name. <laughs> AJ. Like, AJ. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I felt. But this time around, I feel very comfortable. A lot more comfortable because, you know, I, I have, you know, a couple episodes under my belt. How many episodes in total now? You're my 28th. Dang. That's why I wanted to have you oh, on. 28. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive, man. I'm happy for you. Thanks, yeah, man. I appreciate that. Fluid and obviously, you've had some pretty big people in the soccer world that I know uh, on your podcast, so that's amazing. Um, Kai Kamara had some complimentary things to say about you oh, when okay. I had him on. Good. That's cool. He was, he was very nice. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say was um, it's I, I enjoy talking – I mean, I enjoy talking to you when we're together. 
you're funny, great, everything just flows. But I realized today on the way home before the interview, I realized I go, you know, I never really, I've never really talked to you about soccer. Like I've never asked you some of these questions in real life. Well, I'm not in real I've, life, but like, yeah. It's um, almost like I don't want to talk about soccer after I'm done like with training or whatever. I don't know. I mean, we've, we've touched on a couple things, you know, like maybe after the game, you know, I'll say, yeah. Oh, do you do this? Whatever. Um, but it's, I'm, I'm kind of glad that we haven't because it's nice. It's nice to know you outside the field. Yeah. Yeah. And not just be like, Oh, so what do you think about this game? What do you think about that game? I think that would be, I don't know. But yeah, I was thinking about that today. I was like, is that why I started the podcast? Just so I can ask you a bunch of soccer questions. <laughs> just so you can pick my brain. Yeah. Do you, how often do you watch other uh, MLS games? I mean, yeah. I kind of know the answer, but I'm asking you here as if I don't know. Yeah, no, I think a lot, but I think it's mainly like my old teams that I'll try to watch their games. Yeah. Uh, like Miami. Dynamo, LA, I'll watch their games more than if it was Colorado or Salt Lake or, you know, just teams that I have no affiliation with, have no friends on their team. Yeah. Uh, no, but I watch, I watch it a lot. And, and, and this week I starting my B course to get my, or my U S soccer B course license. So uh, I think I need to start watching more soccer and really, learning the game as a coach's side than yeah. just watching my friends play soccer, you know, because um, it's two totally different things, just enjoying it and trying to learn and uh, coach, I guess. How many, how many weeks is it? Or is it like a day? No, this you is go? a six month course. Oh shit. Okay. Online, online now because obviously COVID, but yeah. Uh, at the end, there's a four days in Florida with the entire group. And uh, my group is, is all MLS players, or mostly MLS players. A couple of USL guys are in there, uh, but all active professionals of like 36 of us or so. So, oh, wow. We have a, a good group of pickup um, at the end of the year. Nice. When, when is it? Is it at the end of the year when, when the season's over? Yeah, we'll meet up at the end of the season. Thank oh, okay. Mid December, so I think right after MLS Cup, um, we'll have to meet up. To, to that's finish, pretty cool. Finish the course, yeah, yeah. So what? I mean, obviously you're taking your B coaching license. What, like, when you're done playing? I mean, it's very, to me, it's very early to be talking about you being done playing soccer. But if we can look ahead just a little bit, what, what is it that you want to do with that? I think it's ever too early to start planning, but um, I think that's another reason why I came here to obviously with Bruce, you know, he has a, a lot of connections. Um, I'm not sure, uh, you know, in my course, they ask you what's your main goal out of this course or whatever, or what's your goal, your dream goal. And I always said, I want to have a stable career, whether that includes coaching or not. So uh, if I can get a coaching job, I think in the academy would be perfect for me just because I have, I feel like I have so much knowledge that I can pass down to these kids that I didn't have that I think would be beneficial for them. Yeah. Um, but if it was a front office job and I was at a more stable career, like I said, Noelle's five years old and she's been in four cities now. So I kind of want to settle down um, for their sake, you know, moving is hard and, Having yeah. to leave friends to find new friends is, uh, I'm sure, very difficult, especially uh, for a five to six year old. And I'm sure it just gets worse and worse as you go along. Yeah. Uh, you get older and they really understand. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. But hopefully I can stay within uh, the club at the Revolution for a while somewhere and uh, kind of get my foot in the door and, and figure it out. What what excites me, like this coaching uh, really excite me or you know this being in the front office or recruiting or something else yeah did i ever tell you that 
no uh megan sent me a, a a video of she 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 asked me she goes hey how do you say delicious i went how do i say delicious she's like yeah noel says you say it weird <laughs> and i went huh i go oh yeah 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 so it's i delicious like delicious. that <laughs> so she sent me so i sent her a video and i said this is how i say it and then noel she sent me back one of noel and she was like she kept but she kept doing the hand because I told her in the video, I was like, but you have to go like this. <laughs> she was like, delicious. Uh, Dude, you have some of the coolest kids ever. Like every time I have a great time with Noel, every time I've, I go visit, I mean, I can't not mess around with her, you know, um, just running up and down. But I mean, they have a lot of energy. Yeah, have a lot of energy. Especially Noel, you put her down at eight o'clock at night. You think she's in bed, and ten o'clock she pops down. What are you doing? I'm like, what? What are you doing? The first night was it the first? Yeah, yeah. The first day I was there, uh, you know, you you were gone. You know, you went to training, and I heard her downstairs, and she goes, "Mommy is 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 Jesse gonna wake up?" And I think it was like maybe eight o'clock in the morning. Noel or Megan goes, yeah, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna wake up. She goes, he's been sleeping for a long time. Yeah. So I ended up getting up, and um, I mean, I we played for hours, and yeah. it was just one of those things where I don't have kids, but seeing seeing the relationship you have with your kids makes me want to have kids. Yeah, I think cool. you're. You know, off the field, I think you're a fantastic father. Um, I, I one day if I do have kids, I, I aspire. There's there's people in my life that I look up to and I want to be like, and you're one of those people. And when I just want to be like me, huh? I say, when you get older, you want to be like me. Yeah, yeah. When I get older, <laughs> I think I beat you by like what four or five years. Yeah, probably. I think. So. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Huh. Um, hey man, I just thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Of course. The times that I've asked you to be on, you automatically yes, I'll, I'll do it. And 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 you're very generous with your time, and I really really appreciate that. Uh, and I I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough for that. Well, just um, let me be the 69th um, <laughs> on the 69th <laughs> episode. I got you. <laughs> I'll make a note of it. Oh, <laughs> All right, man. Thanks again for being on. Um, I'm going to stop recording, but just stay on. because I, I just want to say uh, a proper goodbye. Pick my nose now. Yeah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. No, it's a recording. Sorry. Again, thanks again, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right.